Yesterday we left off by talking about making it real for ourselves by employing the process known as the internal dialogue. Before we go further into that, let's just finish off what the Chavis of Ava says in regard to the Lashon and see what comes out. I think it will be informative for us and may even give us a direction in the internal dialogue. Says the Chavis of Ava. We're continuing from where we left off. And the reason, says the Chavis of Ava, is I said you should work on the control of the tongue before working on the other senses and limbs. Because of the difficulty involved in guarding your, controlling, restraining your tongue in comparison to the other limbs and senses. And the riot to this is what David says, so it's quite interesting. From this pasuk, the Chayvus of Baba sees a raya. How difficult it is to control your tongue. I'm assuming that his raya is, if I'm reading it correctly, because the pasuk places life as the reward for shmirah saloshin, and life is not a over here when it says chayim pashas means. An eternal life. It's not something which is easy to come by. So the assumption is it must have been a hard job to do. And hence that's why the reward corresponds, which justifies his previous statement that it's harder than the other volume to control and thus its reward is greater. It's, uh, otherwise I don't understand the raya. You following me? And Bisfarainu meaning the Sfarim speak a lot about limiting your words. It's quite a difficult lotionness. Which is not hidden because of its widespread publication. It's well it's well known. They're, they're, they're widespread. It's not hidden how important it is to be in control of your tongue because it's rave and it's mafursome. If you want to stand up to the challenge of what I mentioned above, avoiding the many sins of the tongue, so nice is as follows. In order to be able to start off the process, to be able to control this difficult to control them, accept upon yourself to remember what you say, to remember what comes out of your tongue in the course of your day, when you get together with people and mix with them. And if even better, if you can write it down, do that. Put it over your heart, meaning remind yourself of it. And bring it to your mind. 
when you're free from your occupation at night. And see in terms of the words that you spoke, which ones were necessary and which ones were extra, excessive. They didn't help you. And even worse, which of those words that you spoke brought damage upon yourself? Kumeyakov, lying, Arachilus, gossip, Shvuais, oaths, Veloshan Hora, and speaking Loshan Hora. The Oz, Yisboy Lechachisreincho, Vetire Boy Maavusecho, Maavusecho, sorry. And then it will be clear to you your lacking, and you will see your. Yeah. Ufukoid Zemimcho Tomid, Kapoktacho, Maavas Oivecho. And remember this as you remember the sins, the problems, the negative points of your enemy. And you won't need to do this for a very long time. Until you actually fix up your tongue and you will limit your words. Now this is an interesting mahalach that he has. It seems to be that he's advocating that the only way of getting a sense of control over your tongue is that a person is generally unaware of the words that come out of his mouth. And it seems that there's a tremendous difficulty to create a awareness on the spot. As we speak, we don't really take cognizance of the words that are coming out of our mouth. In order to get a sense of w- what we actually say, we have to stop and go back. Now, if the Chavis of Avos would be alive today, I'm not quite sure if you'd advocate carrying a small recording device around with you and uh, record, recording the words that you said during the course of the day. It could be a, a bit of a rude awakening. That at the end of the day, every time you began to speak, you put on the recorder. I've also often wondered what would happen if my words had been recorded in times when I wouldn't have been so proud of them. It's a very scary thing. So, if we could adapt the Takon of the Chavis of Babas, that would be an exciting thing for us to do. Take out a MP3, and when you're about to have a conversation, without the other person seeing it, just put on the recorder. And then listen to what you say. And hopefully what will happen is you'll forget about the recorder that you've got it on. And then play it back to yourself. And I think you have a, a, <laughs> a rude, rude realization of the, what your discussion was made up of. Possibly. Well, there's enough time in a conversation to think about every single thing before you say it. So he says, if you do this, if you do this consistently, so in itself it will realize some type of tikkun. But it's a very tough thing to do. But it's amazing. He's talking about a person that's reached the level of precious, and he's saying that this level of cheshpan anefesh, of going through your day again, is lacking. But in the course of what he says, he says a fascinating point. He says... And when you do this, you remember this as well as 
as, as well as you remember your enemy's faults. <laughs> it's such a nice agav. You see that when it comes to mem- remembering when people say horrible things to us, indelibly impressed <laughs> on our minds. I can remember things that people said to me 23 years ago, clear as a day. I can remember the scene, I can remember the, the words are so... Now don't you don't you have memories of of grade one teachers passing comments? <laughs> passing comments. What was it, Benningson? What was it? Say it, say it, let's hear it, let's hear it. Magic. Absolutely magic. So uh, the truth is as much as uh, we can remember the hurtful world that's what I'm saying, we can remember the hurtful words that have been said to us. But how many of the hurtful words that we've said to others do you remember? Those kind of fly underneath the radar. So he says, if you do this process, so then you remember your words as well as you remember those words said to you. Interesting, no? Uh, then he goes on, he says, now this is a fascinating point. V'sim t'mu'as reiv to'orecho o'yech machshavtucho v'hasmodas Beautiful. He says, and instead of speaking so much, rather, in place of the words that you speak, lengthen your thoughts and your evaluations and your being in touch with yourself, your inner connection to who you are. Because the thought acts as a candle that you can put inside your heart and the reckoning shemesh is a sun it will light up with light your inner world to reveal to you to see what's good and bad Shar Hamatspun and the tongue is the gate to your inner world. This is Vim Haloshan Tiemufkeres and if your tongue is hefka, it's without control and boundary, Veloitative Lishmar Mashbematspunim and it doesn't guard what's hidden inside, Yeshara Oitipasuk, it's like you're opening up the storehouse door, the treasury door. And you could lose what you don't want to be lost. And they'll see what you don't want to be seen. But when you guard the gate, you're able to guard the treasury and what's in it. As Shlema says, a fool, his silence is co- silence. Silent is considered a wise man. The Amar and Kohelis says, "Vaita out of hell, al picha, Sorry, out of hell, al picha. Don't panic. Don't be. Don't 
don't be um no more um don't be the opposite of Manuchas Nefesh. Don't be don't be uh, frantic with your mouth. And let your heart not be quick to say something in front of Hashem. Um, don't let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. And then he goes on to say. But I think there's a fascinating collection of metaphors going on over there. He says there's something called a candle, there's something called a sun, there's something called a treasury, there's something called an opening to the treasury. The candle, the candle is the starting to think. The minute you start to think, so then there's a potential to illuminate the darkness inside of self. When you actually evaluate what you see, not just think about it, you start to think, what's going on inside of me? So then you have a clarity. It's like daytime. You see clearly, you avoid the ultimate enemy of the Talmudic student vagueness, and you see all the stuff inside of who you are. Then, now that you've seen it, so now you have an awareness of your inner world. You know what's going on inside. Now, you're very cautious to only let what's out of that inner being what's appropriate. Over here, the Chavos of Vavos is saying much more than just speaking Lashonara. He's saying that the tongue is the key to the creation of an independent existence. The tongue is the first step in having the ability to not become a product of your social environment. The tongue is the crucial transition between losing my inner world or gaining my inner world. Let's just deviate one second about the notion of an inner world. The idea of an inner world is as follows. The the one second the measure of a person described far more accurately let me say it a different way the closer the the degree to which a given behavior, idea, perception, the more those ideas, perceptions, 
behaviors are hidden from the sight of others, the more assured you can be that they are real and not just an attempt to gain acceptance or popularity in the eyes of others. For example, you have you're reading through, let's say, the Psukim of the week's parasha, and you have an understanding which is just enriching and inspiring. Now, if that idea is a beautiful idea in its own right, so then your inclination will be to cherish it and to live with it. There's a tremendous danger of then going and telling someone else the idea. Because when you speak it out to someone else, you lose it for yourself. And that's because, inevitably, since we said that the Kirch of Dibur is a Kirch of Chibur, and within that Chibur there's Chesed and there's Chokhmah, and the Kirch of Chokhmah is to transmit what's inside of me to another, in the process of that transmission, the Chochmah is likely to leave me and to, to I lose my connection to it. It becomes externalized. And the further away it gets from me, the less it's connected to me. So through the process of speech, I might see Hapni Melachutz and then it's gone. Whereas if I keep it inside myself, so then I don't lose it. So the actual process of speech is a very expensive process. In the process, in the, in the course of a, an hour-long drosha, a person can pretty much wreak havoc in, in his internal world of Chochmah. The world of Tznias seems to cover this whole issue, like everything now, right? Because it seems like a, a similar thing to Sneas, not just like... Sneas, that, that is Sneas. Sneas in every aspect, not just, your, not just your looks, but your mitos no. and your, your Torah. Correct. And, your, and how you act between people. It's no gay, it's all, all walks of... In other words, there's an Indian of, of not being Megale Chochmah. You can't, if you... Even, even Chochmah. There's obviously an Indian to be Megale Chochmah. We're not talking about that. There is an Indian, Vishinamte Levonecho, you have to. But let's talk about, not the Chiyuv, but what occurs. When you megale chokhmah, so you take away your essence. I've got an impression speaking out an idea is the best way to speaking out something that you don't not really understanding. Right, you're not really understanding. Correct. If you do, if you don't have it inside, so when you speak it out, you're able to you understand it. To it. You're able to understand it. But if you do have it inside, and it's rich and it's part of you, and then you speak it out. So then you lose it, but it, it, it's not so clear. It's not so clear, right? What if you have a good idea you want to share with someone else because you, you get really inspired with something that was really amazing and you want to tell it to someone else because you want them to... hundred percent. You can make the decision, but then you lose it for yourself. So it won't be as inspiring for you. I'm not saying there's a problem. I'm just describing the process. I'm not describing what you should and shouldn't do. I'm describing what happens. Now, it could be that there's a way of being Megale Chochmah, not losing it from yourself. But we're starting off with the general principle that if you have something inside and you take it out, it's gone. <laughs> if, 
you have something in the sack and you take it out of the sack and you take it, you put it outside, so it can't be in the sack and outside the sack at the same time. Yes, come. You've got something inside you, um, like a type of myla or something, and you don't want to, you don't want to tell people about it. Obviously, you want to keep it inside you. But anything that, as time goes on, those that are close to you will come to be able to to see it and to be able to know you for that, and the way you really are will just come out through your daily work. So then, so it's not true. No, not for big people. Big people hit themselves to the day of the death. They said the the brachim that were meshamesh rebiruchim towards the end of his life. That means they were with him 24 hours a day. And their comment was that they felt they never actually knew him. They didn't see him. They couldn't see him. There was too much of him that wasn't open or wasn't visible to the eye. A person, Binyamin Vainish, was famous for hiding himself. Even from a wife? From everyone. From everyone. Again, I'm not talking about you and I. I know. I'm talking about ideals and concepts. I'm not talking about that now, from now, and you should keep everything a secret from your wife. Because then, hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Kerman. Um, yeah. Um, no, no, I didn't say Jared should stop speaking to you. What? What? He hasn't said a word in the last three weeks? Hmm. That could be problematic. Don't worry, I'll have a chat with him. Of course not. Of course not. But we're talking about big people and how they behave. We've been yawning Bainish. Finkel, Rashiva the Mir. Not since he's father in law. He 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 was a Rosh Hashiva. He hid himself from the Bochim. Meaning they didn't know he was a Rosh Hashiva. They didn't know he was a Rosh Hashiva. He's a Davanate in the Kosal. And after his Batira, all these strange like very odd people came to be Menachem Avil and they said they heard about that the man that used to come and joke around with him at the Koisal was actually the Rosh Hashiv of the Mir so they came to be Menachem Avil they had no idea he used to go to the Koisal he used to dominate he's, a, he's renowned for his sense of humor so you sit around and like all these people and no one really paid any attention he used to joke with them offer them tea like he, he was he was a he was a very he was a hidden person he was be'etzim hidden no one could see him so he, he, he used to he used to hide people thought no one knew, no one knew. The Bochim, he was once running in to give Shir Klali, and the Bochim was running out. He said to him, why are you running out? He said, haven't you heard? Your Banish is giving Shir Klali. So he said, run faster. He used to, he used to, he used to, he used to hide the fact that he was a Talmud Chochem. He never used to see people learning. His son-in-law told us a story. He said he was, he was living in their house, and they had these Venetian, not Venetian blinds, these blinds that you can see at an angle through. So he saw his father-in-law learning in the middle of the night in the kitchen. So he needed to get a drink of water. He came into the kitchen, and his father-in-law had covered over the gemara with a cl- with a with a towel, so you couldn't see that there was a gemara there. And he's potting around. He said, "Oh, you also couldn't sleep. You are making myself some tea. Do you want some?" That he used to. He used to. In other words, when you do that, so then there's something which has that you, whatever you do is real. You're not doing it for 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 COVID. You're not doing it for social acceptance. It's an action done in secret is an action where there's a purity involved. A piece of Torah that you know and understand for yourself, that you don't share with others, is a purity. It's me. It's real. The minute you do things outside of yourself, so then your identity escapes your being and is located in everyone around you. But again, so we'll have to dwell on this more. It's uh, it's a special topic. Did you call that precious also or just the same?